This is Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Financial Advisory. The title of this show, well, actually, I've been wanting to do this show for a long time, but I've just kept putting it off. So it's interesting that the title of the show is called The Costs of Financial Procrastination. (laughs) So we're talking about procrastination today, and you've been meaning to do the show, but you've been putting it off. Is that what you're telling us, Baron? That's what I'm telling you. (laughs) Uh, Actually, particularly procrastination we're going to talk about today when it comes to your finances. Um, Most people are guilty of some form of procrastination, whether that means they put off writing assignments, you know, at school until the last minute um, or delay filing for taxes as long as possible. I know that I'm, I'm guilty of that or just have an ever increasing stack of papers on their desk to sift through. Um, This can really especially be true with financial responsibilities because, I mean, let's be honest, doing financial paperwork isn't uh, exactly the most fun thing to do for most people. (laughs) True. We've all done it, but, you know, there are plenty of reasons to not procrastinate. Well, good. And I'm hoping today, Baron, that we can go into some of those reasons uh, why procrastination is bad and what the cost of uh, procrastinating on our finances and our financial planning would be. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, Simon, we haven't heard from you yet today. How are you doing? Simon Hilliard is here with us, right? That's right, Tony. I'm here. I'm doing well. And it's funny that Baron brought this topic up. I'm going to have to tell you a quick story before we start this top subject. In college, my least favorite subject was public speaking. I was terrified, so I took it just to get myself, force myself to do it, right? And I waited till the end of the school, four years to do it. But in the, in the class, we had to do these different projects in public speaking each, each uh, couple weeks. And everybody in the class had to do it. So early on in the semester, one kid got up and did his speaking on why you shouldn't procrastinate. Ah. And in college, I was the biggest procrastinator. So I decided for the very last topic, we had to talk for 15 or 20 or 30 minutes in front of the class that I was going to do a project on why you should procrastinate. (laughs) So I actually prepared and for a week outlined this whole strategy on how I'd go about it and had a whole funny story that I got up in front of the class. At the end of the speech, I'll keep it short because it was a funny speech, but I'll skip that part. At the end of the speech, the kids stood, the kids, all of them stood up in the class, stood up and gave a standing ovation and it was, I mean, it was one of the funniest things that ever happened in college. (laughs) The professor gave me a B instead of an A, and told me, I couldn't tell whether you were serious or not, so I couldn't give you an A for procrastinating to the last second to do this speech, because that was how my speech went. But if I thought you had prepared, I would have given you an A. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> and, and the reality is you did prepare for that speech, right? That was the irony of the whole situation. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's a, that's a good one. I think we've all been guilty of procrastination. I mean, the majority of us, I know, Baron, you might not admit to it, but I think we've all been guilty of procrastinating at some time in our lives, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And um, you know, you know what, Baron, though, I, I want to say the saying goes, you know, my grandpa always told me this, never put off for tomorrow what you can get done today, right? Yeah, absolutely. I actually tell my wife that all the time, too. <laughs> but um, in all seriousness, you know, in theory, that's great advice. But real life, you know, when you try to apply it to real life, it's really for most people a lot easier said than done. Yeah, uh, for sure. And uh, of course, my favorite quote is the old Mark Twain, never put off until tomorrow what you can do the day after tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty funny, definitely. I think many people follow that motto when it comes to their retirement. You know, According to a report from the Insured Retirement Institute, only 55% of baby boomers have set aside um, savings for their retirement. That means that the other 45% don't have retirement savings to fall back on. And that, that's pretty scary, you know, whether it's that they have a significant amount of debt, um, their finances are tied up in ongoing expenses, or that they hold on to the idea that they'll have time to save for retirement down the road. People are always going to have excuses um, to delay saving for retirement. Putting off saving for retirement by even a, even a few years, however, can mean the difference between the retirement you desire and outliving your money. You know, I actually uh, was sitting down with my stepson. I've been trying to get him to start putting together a retirement plan and start putting away. And I finally actually got him to do it. And I, I told him he, it took him such a while to get you know to do it. He kept procrastinating. And I finally said to him, I said, Jacob, if you do this, you're going to wind up kissing my grave 40 years down the road, you know? And I think he's uh, finally starting to see the light that it was a good idea for him to start. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, can you maybe, Simon, you could give us an idea of how much this kind of procrastination is going to affect our retirement plans. Sure, Tony. Based on some calculations that we were doing here, we came across, I'll give you an example. A 25-year-old that saves just $100 every month until he gets to retirement age of 65. If he earns 6.5% on his money, will accumulate over $225,000. Now, if he procrastinates too long and waits until he's, say, 40 years old and starts contributing the same amount to his retirement account, the balance would be significantly smaller at retirement. It would be about a third or $75,000. That's a pretty steep difference if you think about it. According to a report by the U.S. government on uh, accountability office, the uh, median amount that has uh, in savings for the average American is about $104,000 per household with members that are ages you know, ranging from 55 to 65 years old. That's per household, two people saving. The median is about 104000 that figure tells us that many Americans aren't saving nearly enough for retirement. If they'd only done that $100 each month out of their own paycheck and started at an early age, like we just mentioned, between the two of them, they'd have a half million dollars. That's not considering if employers are matching or they're increasing along the way as their salary increases or other considerations. So starting early is important. 
Merrill Lynch did a survey as well that was released recently, and the report said the average cost of retirement has risen to an alarming $738,000 is their estimate. Of that amount, about $250,000 or so would be simply the cost of health care and retirement alone. Wow. So a big factor there. Yeah. yeah, that's huge. Yeah. And the amount that we need for retirement, you know, it varies by individual, of course, as there are several factors to take into consideration when we're thinking about everybody's different situation out there. But for the most part, we can say in general that Americans aren't saving as much as they should be. So you can see that putting off um, or only doing the bare minimum is just not the right approach, Tony. Well, no, that's a great point, Simon. I think that makes perfect sense. Now, uh, Baron, our time is almost up here. We have to take a quick break. Is there anything you want to share or add before we take this break? Um, yeah, Tony, just that planning for retirement really should be a priority. You know, those golden years, they might seem far enough away that you feel like you can just kick back for a few years and, you know, make up time for the lost time in the future. But life is often unpredictable. You never know when you might be forced to retire, you know, early due to a medical reason or uh, a number of events that are just out of your control. It's always better to plan for the unexpected. After all, it's far better to have extra money available during retirement than to be struggling, you know, just to make it by, make ends meet. When you choose to work with a financial service professional, you know, they'll be able to assist you in creating financial plans that are going to work for your unique situation and just help you be better prepared for the future. You know, we'd love to help in, in assisting, you know, people do that. So please feel free to visit our website at www.wellingtonadams.com or please call our office at 855-793-2409. And Tony, the first 20 callers, um, we're offering our retirement toolkit, which is uh, a wonderful few pieces of financial information that can help them prepare for retirement. Wow. Well, that sounds great. And thanks for that, Baron. A great offer for our listeners out there. Uh, Listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back to continue this discussion on procrastination with our hosts, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard, right after this. Planning for income in retirement can be challenging, especially when it comes to Social Security. Our guide to Social Security can help you better understand and better implement a successful Social Security strategy. Download the guide by visiting wellingtonadams.com or call Wellington Adams Investment Advisory at 855-793-2409. Not only will you receive our guide to Social Security, but our entire retirement income toolkit, which offers much more. Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams. The title of this show is The Costs of Financial Procrastination. In the first segment of the show, we talked about just how big of a problem procrastination is when it comes to planning for retirement in America. Planning for retirement isn't something that you can just sit back and ignore and just expect you know, to walk out of the workforce into the golden years of your dreams. You also can't continue putting off planning you know, with the idea that you'll be able to easily make up for that lost time in the future. So the idea is to really stop procrastinating and start planning for the future. Well, and it's been a great show so far. You guys have covered a lot of ground. Now, 
what would you recommend? I mean, we talk about, boy, some staggering and scary statistics about how people are not prepared for retirement financially. Uh, what would you recommend to us or to people out there who may have fallen behind on their planning? Well, Tony, an obvious answer is to start planning today. Start saving today. And when you hear that old adage, it's better late than never, we'll apply that if you're a listener who hasn't yet started. It's important not to let yourself get discouraged if you know that you're starting late or behind where you think that you should be, and don't allow that to be an excuse to continue to compound the situation. Procrastination is the enemy, and it never is too early to begin squirreling away money for your own retirement. The earlier that you start putting away money to work for you, the more time that it has to grow, a little thing Albert Einstein called the greatest mathematical discovery of all time, compound interest. Einstein, who's considered to be a fairly intelligent guy, I would say, called compound interest the most powerful force in the universe. And it's one that is hard to really put into words, I think, when we're talking to clients. But when you see it on paper and you see the effects of interest over time, it's truly astounding. So let it work for you. I'm sure you're all familiar with it to one extent or another, but for those who don't know, compound interest allows you basically to earn interest on interest. As an example, if you had $1,000 sitting in the bank, let's say, and you earn um, 5% interest a year. At the end of the year, your balance would be $1,050. That $50 is the interest that you earned. And if you were to leave the full $1,050 in the bank and not take out the interest, then your interest would earn interest the next year and be even greater, 5% on the principal and 5% on that interest that you've earned in the previous year. You can see how that is a great benefit as you start to take advantage as it comes to your retirement planning. You know, imagine the benefits of compound interest when you have a couple hundred thousand dollars in the bank. It's even greater. By simply saving early and saving regularly, you can watch your retirement savings increase significantly over time, guys. Even if you can't take a lot, even if you can't make a lot of contributions along the way, your money is still growing because of the compounding of interest. Think yeah. of the earlier example I gave about the $100 a month. In the end, you put in less than $50,000 of your own money and it grew to be $225,000. So a big difference between the two. You know, and Tony, just to kind of dovetail off that a little bit, you know, going off of that, one of the best things that you can do for your retirement besides starting early is to create a budget that works for you and then stick to it. Even if you're starting out with only like small savings contributing to it, it's good to just establish the habit of regularly setting aside money for your retirement future. Um, as I mentioned before with my stepson, you know, I told him we are really wanting to just put away a certain amount every single month and let's just stick to it. And so far, he's been pretty good with it. You know, there, there are plenty of things that could affect your retirement dollars in the future. Um, you know, economic downturns, uh, growing life expectancies, reduced benefits uh, from Social Security, depending upon what happens with that program. And also the ever-rising healthcare costs. Um, I haven't even mentioned about inflation. All of these things, you know, that may force you to stretch out. All of these things are going to, you know, make you stretch your retirement savings even further. So that's why it's really important to get as much of a head start as you possibly can. Now, Simon, our time is almost up for this segment. Do you want to add anything before we take a break here? Well, Tony, just that. You know, the goal at Wellington Adams is to help our clients accomplish their income goals. 
and set them up with the tools and accounts to help them succeed in reaching their retirement of their dreams. You know, whether you're early or late, start, you know, let us help you start retirement in the savings game there. As Baron mentioned earlier, for the first 20 callers, we'll do a complimentary review and sit down um, and go over that retirement planning toolkit. You can access that retirement planning toolkit online at wellingtonadams.com or give us a call at 855-793-2409. We'll be sure to get you a copy of that. It's a great resource guide for those who are looking to plan, outline some goals, get that process started or just review the situation that they're currently in and make sure that they're on track to meet their goals. All right. Well, and that's so important. Uh, I really appreciate that, Simon. What's the phone number our listeners can call one more time? That's 855-793-2409. All right. Thanks. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Simon Hilliard and Baron Fitzgerald on Financially Tuned right after this. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. Call Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us at wellingtonadams.com. Welcome back, everyone, to our last segment of the show called The Costs of Financial Procrastination. Today, we've been discussing how important it is to not delay saving for retirement. There are plenty of areas of life where it's okay to procrastinate, like maybe buying tickets to a concert or sporting event at the last minute because you'll get maybe a better deal or getting last minute deals on vacation packages. But Planning for retirement definitely is not one of them. In the earlier segments of the show, we talked about how big of an issue you know this is in America. There's a significant percentage of the population that's putting off retirement savings. We also talked a little bit about um, a couple of quick tips to just kind of help you start saving a little more easily, uh, including taking advantage of compounding interest creating realistic monthly budgeting plans and setting up automatic contributions whenever possible. You know, actually helping uh, by doing like what I used to do is I used to actually write down a monthly, I had a monthly sheet and every day I'd write down what I'd spend as I was going down along. And I could see a week down the road, if I was, you know, going a little bit over my budget, I curtailed it and got it back in the reins. So that's another good idea to help you start forcing yourself to uh, create a budget. Well, and that's that's a big key to what we're talking about here. And everybody needs to uh, pay attention to this because this is critical. I mean, we're talking about saving uh, a lot of money, the difference in uh, a lot of money, wasting it, letting it go to waste by not uh, acting now and waiting until later to plan. Um Simon, maybe you could provide us some more insight as to what we can do if we find ourselves behind uh, on that retirement savings spectrum. Sure, Tony. Actually, I was just thinking about what Baron said. And before we answer that, I wanted to point this out to the listeners. That is true. I know that Baron actually has done that. And it's interesting because I was reading a good book recently, and it might have actually been the slight edge about some financial type of stuff and how to kind of get to the goals that you want. 
in your life. And they were talking about doing something just, just that more or less. They were saying a lot of people don't realize what they're spending their money on. And sometimes they're just spending on things that they don't need and don't think that they can actually save a little bit more towards whatever their goal is, whether it's retirement or a new house or car or vacation. And his tool was to do just that. He said, keep a notepad on yourself. And every time you spend money on anything, write it down. If you go in the grocery store to pick up a pack of gum or a cup of coffee, write it down. And he made, he was talking to a secretary at one of the companies he ran or was consulting on. And he gave this example. And uh, at the end of the time, he did this with numerous different peoples. And in this example, they were saying that many people would just, instead of running to the gas station to pick up the cup of coffee or the stick of gum or whatever it may be, would just not buy it because they didn't want the hassle of writing it down. <laughs> but in the, So that's one good deterrent. But in the end, what they found was they did this for a period of a month and they wrote down everything and they totaled up and it was astounding to everybody how much money they spent on things that they didn't need just because it was convenient to do it or it was a thought in their mind. And they're able to cut out a lot of excess spending, curtail their budget, and allow them to save for whatever the particular goals were. So I just thought it was worth mentioning because... The book that I was reading is a really good book on finances and savings and working towards goals. And it's something that I've heard Baron bring up in the past that he's done. So it is a good working tool for some of the listeners that are out there. So anyway, Tony, back to your question. <laughs> the uh, If you find yourself behind on the spectrum of savings, uh, the first obvious step, you know, is when you're at the gas station, instead of buying the stick of gum, take a Hail Mary and buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just making sure you guys are listening no, still. No, don't do, no, don't do that. Don't want to do that. <laughs> no, don't do that. One of the most beneficial things really that you can do for your retirement savings is to sit down and come up with your list of realistic expenses that you would likely face in retirement. This can help you determine how much you will need to save and help you gauge how far along you are in the retirement pr- savings process. You know, real concrete examples of what you need to save and what you need to use your money towards in retirement to give you an idea of what to save towards. If you aren't sure where to begin when it comes to creating a retirement budget, you can start by looking up online um, what are some of the average expenses for retirement or talking to a financial professional. Some of the factors include things like housing, transportation, healthcare is a big one, food, entertainment, insurance, and there's many others, of course, out there. For the most part, a lot of your day-to-day expenses will change dramatically when you retire. You won't need to commute to work every single day of the week, for example. You also may have your house paid off by then, so you won't have that significant expense to worry about as far as mortgage payments go. There are some unpredictable costs, though, in retirement. Things like health care, and of course, that one's one that's going to be hard to estimate. Healthcare costs tend to rise throughout your retirement as you get older, and the more medical help you need... Um, you know, the more expensive that portion is going to be, it's important to factor in these unpredictable costs into your plan so that you can be as prepared as possible when you get to that retirement stage, Tony. Well, and that's, it's huge. Obviously, uh, I'm glad you guys are there to help us with this. And there are a lot of areas we can save in. Now, Baron, what would you say to the average person out there who maybe got a late start on retirement planning and is worried about making ends meet down the road. Well, the first thing I'd say is shame on you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, that's I mean, one, a little cruel. That's a little cruel. I'm being. I'm just kidding. Um, one thing to keep in mind is that it's going to be different for everyone. Some of the figures we talked about today 
might seem daunting and you may be wondering, you know, how on earth are you going to ever be able to come up with the funds you've planned to raise for your golden years? The good thing, though, is that it isn't an, you know a hard and fast number that you need for sure. And, and even if it was, you wouldn't have to actually save that much money by the time you retire. If you save enough, your savings can grow to the amount that you may need you know, by the time you're ready to leave the workforce. If you're fortunate enough to have a 401k that the employer is matching a certain percentage of, then your savings goal becomes, you know, a little simpler to reach. While saving $700,000, you know, is a good target that many people can aim for. It's really just ultimately an average. Everybody's lifestyle is a little different. Their needs in retirement are going to be different. So your unique situation could look much different than that, you know, depending upon a a list of things. Uh, For example, your lifestyle in retirement. Are you someone who hopes to travel a lot during your retirement or enjoy a round of golf every day? I mean, for myself personally, I've done, you know, a lot of traveling now. I want to enjoy it while I'm younger. So my retirement is going to be really pretty simple. I just want to golf and I want to do some um, charity work. So for me and volunteering. So for me, it's going to be a little bit simpler. Um, You also have to look at your health and life expectancy. Um, That list should also uh, include your housing. You know, are you going to be renting? Are you, is your mortgage paid off? And, And really there are many other factors that could add up and play a role in your savings needs. Oh, wow. Well, that's very helpful. Obviously, there's a lot for us to uh, take into consideration with this topic. Um, Unfortunately, our time is about up for this week's show. Is there anything else you want to add? Well, Tony, we're just hoping that the listeners today got something out of the show. You know, whether they feel like they're behind the eight ball and starting a little bit late, or they're early in their careers and want to get a jump start or have kids that they want to instill some of those values in. The reality is, is that someday is not a day of the week, and it's not one that you should pick to start your retirement planning. If you're feeling overwhelmed or want to get help, or if you just feel like you need a second opinion to make sure that you're on track, sit down and talk to a financial professional. Talk to one that you're comfortable with, that you can trust to make sure that you're on track to meet those goals or that can help you get on track to meet those goals. As we mentioned earlier, for the listeners today, if they go on the website to wellingtonadams.com or call us at 855-793-2409, we'll give them a copy of the Retirement Planning Toolkit, an excellent resource guide to help them outline some of those goals, um, get them on track for the retirement needs. And for the first 20 callers, we'll do a complimentary review of that with them and help make sure uh, they can get some personal insight into their own situation. Again, you can reach us at 855-793-2409. All right. Well, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Simon Hilliard and Baron Fitzgerald. Join us same time, same place for another show of Financially Tuned next week. Take care and we'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald or Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Call 855-793-2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com. 
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Baron Fitzgerald, Simon Hilliard, and Wellington Adams Investment Advisory are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.